1: The Nobel Peace Prize. What an absolute and utter <laughs> shambles that place is. What a ridiculous organisation. I'm really, really annoyed. Good morning. Welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. Don Neeson is here. Donald Trump has not won I know, Mike. the Nobel it's Peace outrageous. Prize. It's outrageous. It's an absolute outrage. How very They've dare given this to some bloke called Dennis Muk- uh, Mukwege and Nadia Murad. She is uh, a campaigner for women's rights.
2: I think she deserves and I'm sure it. She's, I'm sure she's she a very fine it. woman. Yes.
1: He probably deserves it as well. i sure he does. For some kind of you know, gynecological examination that he's been doing however who has done more for world peace them or donald trump it's not an argument in my book Donald Trump has managed to get the North Koreans to come to the table and give up their nuclear weapons. He's managed to sit down with Vladimir Putin, right, and convince him that we are better off getting on with each other than having some kind of ridiculous war. Donald Trump has saved the world. Now, the idea that the Nobel Peace Prize has been given out to two people who have got nothing to do with world peace, they might be very worthy people, they might be doing very good work in their own countries, but they do not deserve to get the Nobel Peace Prize. I need to hear from you, please. I need some support. 0344 Trump has confounded his criticism ever since taking office and despite the bit of the unseemly wrangle over Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh in the past week he might even win that one too uh, what, what does he have to do? Donald Trump Surely should have got the Nobel Peace Prize. Dawn Leeson is here and we'll be investigating just how hundreds of tonnes of body parts are piling up all over Britain and why you can no longer put Shetland into a red box on a map. 0344 499 And at least one thing you do know, if you can't get support for the Nobel Peace Prize, we will have another sparking edition of the Perrier Awards in the same show, an homage to my broadcasting excellence this week. You're listening to me, Mike Graham, and Dawn Leeson on Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Well, I honestly don't know where to begin, Dawn. I mean, I was so Mike, sure he was going to get it. by saying, good so, morning. Sh- good it's morning. Friday.
2: Happy Friday, <sighs> people. He's already started by punching the desk and going red not- in the face. Well, I mean,
1: why should he not have won it? I don't understand. Well, because he's a bit
2: iffy, isn't he, really? Well, he's not a bit iffy, though. He is a bit iffy. Come All right, on. Tell
1: me who has done more for world peace, well, Nadia Murad or Donald Trump?
2: quite respect Nadia. She's done a lot of work over in the Middle East for Yassidi Yeah, girls, oh yeah, so things are going really
1: well. The Middle East is a real hotbed no, of peace, the, isn't for it? For the
2: girls, she's saved a lot of girls out it there. So matter. she has done... Yeah, okay. Well, the reason Donald Trump is probably sitting down with the Russians is because they've got a lot of naughty stuff on him that he put out there if he didn't sit down with uh, them. Well, the
1: fact is he managed to get Vladimir Putin to sit down, have a summit with him, do a press conference with him, spent some time with him. No, they talked about a great many a things. It's a
2: PR stunt, Mike. Well, still sneaking that. around the world, well, killing you, people. You, yeah, but you
1: wouldn't have said it was a PR stunt if Barack Obama had done it. He got the bloody Nobel he Peace Prize for doing yeah, nothing. But,
2: and funny enough, he's the only one who's, <laughs> I can pronounce who has won the Nobel Peace well, Prize, exactly. To be Well, exactly. let's, let's talk
1: to Greg Swanson, who's from Republicans Overseas. <laughs> he must be just as mad as I am uh, that Donald Trump has not won this. Greg, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Uh,
3: nice to be here, Mike. Thanks.
1: Morning. Now, can you believe that this has happened? I mean, who is more deserving of the Nobel Peace Prize than Donald Trump?
3: Well, those are two questions. One, I'm not shocked, of course. I, and, you know, I wouldn't expect the uh, the... Rather uh, left-leaning Nobel Peace Prize people to award anything to to Donald Trump, but um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I, so I'm not surprised. But on the other hand, I imagine he's done a lot more for world peace well, than, than the recipients, and I, no, I agree with that. And look, I'm I'm often critical of the president when he does things that I and conservatives don't agree with. But in this case, no, he's got he's got a lot to lean on. You mentioned Barack Obama, who did nothing before he uh, received the prize, and this is you know. But on the other hand. Do you really want the Nobel Peace Prize when it was given to Woodrow Wilson, who was a you know a racist and a fascist? And Cordell my favorite, Cordell Hull, who sent a uh, the SS St. Louis, a, a, boat, a ship of of uh, you know Jewish refugees back to the Holocaust. And then of course there's, there's Yasser Arafat, and and as you mentioned, Barack Obama, who had done nothing for uh for world peace and 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 didn't really do much for it in the eight years following
1: well i just think that it would be nice if somebody recognized the work that donald trump is doing you know we've got this kind of world now in which we live where everybody thinks donald trump is the devil incarnate you know everyone who has predicted all sorts of horrible things that are going to happen uh, and get keep getting it wrong keep getting their predictions wrong the u.s economy is doing very well we've got kim jong-un giving up his nuclear weapons i mean what more does he have to do
3: well I mean sometimes he's his own worst enemy look i don't i don't expect the President to get a lot of awards because you know he manages to annoy people with his his rhetoric and his his disruptive nature. but if you look at the facts as you just pointed out, Mike what he's done for the economy, what he's done for you know peace through strength by his commitment to the military and and uh, reaching out and keeping your friends close and your enemies closer I and mean, I think he's done a brilliant job. You might not like the way he does it but his, his results have been rather impressive.
2: I mean, the problem he's got is he doesn't stop going on about what he's done for world peace, does it? And as you point out, you know, the Nobel Peace Prize, they are so very, very politically correct, they are never going to give it to Donald Trump or anyone no. even like Donald Trump. So, but he does go on about it. I mean, he really should not be allowed to tweet anything or mostly say anything, because he just keeps on about him, you know, how he's saved the world, basically. Well, he has right. that.
3: Yeah, he's not afraid to talk about it. I mean, look, I I wish I agree with you. I mean, I I wish that he would calm down a little bit and stop talking (laughs) and especially stop tweeting. But, you know, hmm. you have to you have to look at the results. And, and, you know, it's not necessarily my style or, or, you know, sort of a conservative style by any means. But he's actually got results and he surprises me as well as a lot of other, um, you know, critics on the right. and, And obviously he freaks out the critics on the left. It but that's the point. Crazy. I mean, he
1: he is, he is held up to a much higher standard than anybody else has ever been held up to in the White House in the history of anything. You know, I mean, Bill Clinton got away with an awful lot more than Donald Trump gets away with. Uh, and nobody really ever talks about that.
3: No, absolutely. I mean, you know, you had a president for eight years on, you know, terrorism, workplace violence and doing a, an apology tour starting with the Cairo speech. I mean, look, you, you know, there's, you know, President Obama had a much better... Sympathetic way about him. You know, he was a, a likable guy, and he was smooth. Um, Trump is not. A- particularly, like, the balloon is not particularly smooth, Greg, by any means.
1: Greg, I'm just going to interrupt uh, you a second. Your phone is phone line is, yeah, is wavering around yeah. a bit. We'll try and get you on a slightly better line. Um, but it's absolutely true what I said. I've was got a great tweet here from Pablo, who says, Barack Obama, the only Nobel Peace Prize winner to bomb another Nobel Peace Prize winner. You know, <laughs> Barack Obama can do no wrong uh, in the eyes of so many people around the world. Well, but the reason why the Russians are doing what they're doing right now, and the reason why Kim Jong-un ended up becoming as proficient at developing nuclear weapons as he did, was because because Barack Obama did nothing to stop the build-up of their military and industrial complex. Greg, I think we got you back. Hopefully, with a better yeah. line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, you were saying about Bill Clinton not really ever taking any criticism or getting any criticism.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's going to be that you know the, the the left is is basically you know control. It's controlling the media, and you have academia and think tanks like the Nobel Prize organization, you know, look, Trump's never going to catch a break from them. And, and, you know, you can argue that he doesn't really deserve it because he's he's a little bit um, combative with
1: well, he is. Uh, Greg seems to have a really I, bad I think life. that, yeah, uh, we'll, we've we'll, been hacked we'll, by the we'll, Russians. We'll come back to him again yeah. very shortly. But, I mean, seriously speaking, I do want to hear from you out there because 0344 499 1000 uh, is the number. Why does Donald Trump get such a hard time? I mean, just I mean, everybody's laughing at him this morning because he's got a bit of toilet paper stuck to the bottom of his shoe. Now, I can't imagine anybody else being funny. ridiculed for that. It is, funny, it is funny. But the point is, is my, my point is, is he's held up to a different standard. If somebody else had got well, a bit of toilet paper stuck to their shoe, they wouldn't have uh, uh, the mickey taken out of them to the Extent no, Trump but he does.
2: does he does encourage it though doesn't well, he like, well, does I mean he? yes he does every time he opens his mouth he puts his foot in it basically Yeah but I mean
1: the guy's doing a good job the economy is doing very well in America right uh, his foreign policy is working everybody said he was going to cause world war 3 by sticking two fingers up to the iranians right now that hasn't happened it hasn't everybody happened said he would cause yet. world war 3 by going over to north korea and trying to bully a little rocket man around okay uh-huh. that worked as well you know what does he need to do uh, to get people like your respect
2: he needs to, well, without sounding politically correct, he does need to treat women slightly better. Does he? I get the feeling he doesn't actually like 50% of the population of his own country, let alone the entire Why world. Why do you think he doesn't like women? Uh, just his attitude towards several cases that are going on at the moment, the way he's treated women in the past. Um,
1: well, he certainly married a few of them, hasn't he? He
2: certainly got, through, yeah, didn't even marry all of them, did he? Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's... So now
1: the Me Too generation has now extended its tentacles collectively to say that every politician has to be a nice man to women.
2: No, right? no, 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 not at me? all, no, no, not at all, no, every, but they have to respect women, and I think, I think, being serious for once, I think Trump has no respect for women whatsoever. In How does Russia that affect before. his
1: ability to be the 45th President of the United States of America? It's, I
2: just don't think you can give someone like him the Nobel Peace Prize when... well, because he doesn't like women? So, no, are you there's joking? there's so much in his background that is wrong, and... Yeah,
1: but the Nobel Peace Prize is not about your background. Barack Obama's background wasn't questioned when they gave it to him. Barack Obama's, you know, a, a, an attitude towards women was not not tested before they gave it to him. I mean, you know, do you think Yasser Arafat Arafat was nice to women? I don't think he was. He was also the leader of a terrorist organisation called the Palestinian Liberation Organisation, right? He got the Nobel Peace Prize. Donald Trump, because he doesn't like women,
2: doesn't get it. I'm not saying it's not because he doesn't like women. I think his attitude towards females is bad and I think some of the way he treats women is bad and you cannot give somebody like that the Nobel Peace Prize. That's I mean,
1: absolute balderdash. That is the most treats. ridiculous thing you've no, ever said. No, you've said a no, lot of stupid no, things on this it's show. Not.
2: No, I think as a woman, Yasser Arafat to was say a that. massive
1: misogynist. I
2: don't give a monkey's about Yasser. Well, well he
1: won the bloody Nobel Peace Prize. I'm
2: not giving the prizes out myself, so I don't care. But in this case, I don't think Trump should have got it.
1: Okay, I think you've made that perfectly clear. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Don't bang your uh, hand on the table because you might hurt yourself. We were talking uh, to Greg Swenson uh, from Republicans over season. Even he said, you know, he's not a massive fan of Trump. Many Republicans are not. But he is the 45th President of the United States. You have to have some kind of uh, respect for the office of the President of the United States. And that's what everybody agrees upon, right? Until this moment, because Donald Trump actually won. He was actually elected by a majority of the people that voted. And don't give me all this nonsense about the Electoral College. He won fair and square. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the rest of the people out there. (laughs) People will say, oh yeah, but he didn't really win it, did he? Because if you count the Electoral College votes up a different way, he didn't win. Nonsense. Forget all that. He won fair and square. He's more than likely to win again, and he'll be in the White House for another four years. So you might as well get used to it, and you might as well stop picking on every single thing that he does and saying that he's an idiot because he's obviously doing something well and he's winning.
2: I'm not disagreeing. He does do some things well, but there are so many issues with that man. I mean, for the fact he he tells about 60 lies a day, that's been actually proven. Oh, yeah, unlike every other
1: politician.
2: I'm not saying that other politicians don't lie, but we are talking about Mr. Trump and whether he should have been awarded the Nobel Prize. Yeah, because Poor I'm Pete.
1: saying that he is held up to a very different standard. I mean, when was the last time you gave Jeremy Corbyn a hard time for telling a load of lies? When was the last time you gave Theresa May a hard time for telling a load of lies?
2: Uh, in the last week, actually. Really? Yeah. OK, well, I'm I must a have missed that. I column every Wednesday. Night. I must have missed that. You read my column out live on air. You know I did. You had a
1: go at Jeremy Corbyn, but yeah. you don't pick him up for being a liar. Oh, yeah, no, I did pick him day. up.
2: Oh come on, the whole Palestinian thing. Yeah. I accused him in print of being an out and out liar. Thank I you wasn't very much. there, I wasn't holding a wreath. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh-huh.
1: Good. Okay. <clears throat> anything else? It's going well. <laughs> Tell me something that you admire Donald Trump for.
2: Ooh. Um thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, um He was yeah. making
1: two hundred thousand dollars a year when he was three.
2: Yeah, but he inherited, That's pretty that. Good. he inherited that from Daddy, didn't he? Yep. Um, and does that then, make and, him a bad and, person? And then lost it all, went bankrupt, what, does three that, times? Does that
1: make him a bad person? Yeah, that
2: makes him fairly really? idiot. Because I'd have been holding on to that money if it was me. Okay.
1: Um, so now you're a better business person than him.
2: I think most people are a better business person. Really? Even you, Mike. Really? Even you I don't would think be.
1: You've, I don't think you've ever lost the plot quite so quickly on any <laughs> show that we've ever done together. <laughs> This is the Independent Republic of Mike Graham, and of course we're talking about the Nobel Peace Prize. What an utter shambolic organisation the Nobel Peace Prize Committee must be. Uh, They've basically given it to two very worthy contenders, Nadia Murad and Dennis Mukwege, both of whom work uh, with sort of sex slaves and and help people who have been attacked and raped uh, in various parts of the world, uh, notably in the Congo and in the Middle East. Uh, But Donald Trump is the one who has done the most for world peace. Everybody agrees with me on that. However, they didn't give it to him because Donald Trump isn't a very nice man, I mean, what a lot of absolute. I don't agree cobblers. with you.
2: I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me about what? I don't agree with you about anything, to be honest no, with you. No, I know you. that.
1: I can see. Let's <laughs> talk to Paddy, who's in Suffolk. I'm sure I'll get some sense out of him. Paddy, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Morning,
2: Paddy. Can
1: you tell Dawn to sober up or something? <laughs> I don't Just know what you've been me. snorting this morning, but she is talking absolutely.
2: <gasps> Paddy! Oh, how so you, dare you? Are, you, you. Are, you, are, you are talking
1: absolute Paddy, as you quite rightly said. <laughs> tell her, tell her, Paddy.
2: Well, reprimand uh, me. I, I, I say that Donald Trump should not
4: be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize because that, that award has been totally discredited by the fact they just handed it out like a toffee paper to Barack Obama, the warmonger,
2: the guy
1: who increased the amount of wars. You know, twice over. Yeah. And guess who they gave it to in 2012, Paddy? The European Union.
2: Now, I agree with you you on this one. Now, once
1: you stop falling about laughing, say something else.
2: I agree on this one. But I think uh, Dawn is suffering from Trump
4: delusions.
1: I could go off
2: you, Paddy, very rapidly here. She's
1: she's suffering from Me Too Itis. That's
4: what she's (laughs) suffering from.
2: She just listens to whatever drivel
4: the globalists are. Dishing out, you know, it's, it's almost like uh, she's been, been taken over by the triffet or something. Yes, yeah, you know? it's,
1: it's embarrassing, frankly. Patty. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: No, I thought she was
1: a free thinking independent woman of some so, substance. Mike yourself. You're on fire this morning. Thank you. It
2: should be morning. on fire this morning. She's thinking of save the matches. <laughs> the
1: Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham
1: right here on Talk Radio. There's this graceful picture doing around on Twitter, uh, which is of Dawn Neeson uh, with a very very high stiletto sticking into the top of my head. Uh, this was following our row about Donald Trump and the Nobel Peace Prize this morning, uh, so go on Twitter if you haven't seen it yet uh, at Dawn Neeson, at uh, I-R-O-M-G, uh, at Talk Radio as well of course on Twitter. Uh, you can text us to 87222, text the word TALK. Uh, coming up at this hour we're going to talk about spiders, we're going to talk about penguins, we're going to have a few Perry Awards as well it's all happening 0344 you'll listen to me Mike Graham and Dawn Leeson on Talk Radio The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio Now we were just talking about Shetland, uh, Shetland. and whether you'd ever been there uh, nope. neither of us have unfortunately have you ever been to Telford
2: I've driven through Telford. Have you? I've been through Telford on a train. Where is this conversation going? Well, Telford has a place called the um, Telford
1: Exotic Zoo, right? Right, Uh, Now, Telford Exotic Zoo has a great many different types of animals, uh, but they were supposed to be trying to get their hands on six Humboldt penguins Uh, which are native to Chile and Peru. Now, the last time we talked about Humboldt penguins, I think it was when we found out that uh, two of the homosexual Humboldt penguins had kidnapped one of the penguin chicks from one of the mothers and fathers of another group, Yeah, which was cute. Penguin Um, mapping. That did not happen in Telford, however, because guess what? They couldn't get any.
2: No, in I, I I Yeah, this story is where because so, so they what have they done, Mike? Instead, well, instead of getting
1: hold of some other kind of sea creatures like seals, maybe or
2: anything really, maybe I mean, the beluga know.
1: whale from the Thames well, estuary. Still
2: yeah, hanging around, not you doing know, much. He's
1: still down there. Uh, they decided to get some plastic penguins. But that. It's quite a good idea. Come on. Yeah, let's talk so to Scott rubbish. Adams, who's Come the on. owner uh, of the Exotic Zoo in South Sorry, Wait.
2: Scott. It's not that rubbish, but, <laughs> it, you know, it's <laughs> a little very bit, it's, it's a morning, tiny weeny bit rubbish. Sorry. Very, listen,
1: a very good afternoon morning. to you. My first question, morning. Scott, morning. Is, is if you wanted to get some plastic penguins, where would you get them from?
5: Oh, well, we've got a really good supply down south in uh, quite near Torquay, actually, that we get lots of, like, you know, amazing uh Plastic animals. animals. Yeah, yeah. So if we want what, to do So what is your is your exotic
2: animals.
1: is your exotic zoo only full of plastic animals?
5: <laughs> that sounds like it, right? <laughs> no, no. So we've got we've got loads and loads of amazing animals, but part of our collection plan over the last couple of years had been to build this amazing penguin enclosure. Get penguins. All of our visitors and staff have been really, really excited about it. Just got finished before the summer. Right. Um, And then obviously we had the uh, we had the problem that we've had. So uh, penguin avian malaria has kind of been sweeping over the 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 last couple of years. All of the uh, zoo stocks have gone right down. And normally we take our uh, you know animals from surplus from other zoos. But unfortunately, at the minute. There is no surplus penguins. In fact, the opposite all the big zoos are still trying to get in penguins to replace ones that they've lost. Oh, right. So.
1: And, and is there not a kind of penguin exchange uh, that you can go to? Like, you know, like Edinburgh Zoo, for example, I seem to think last time I was there, had loads and loads of penguins. Could you not borrow some from but them? they
2: haven't got your surplus. You just said that. Well, I'm asking yeah. him to be listen, more specific. Listen to it. <laughs> I'm asking
5: him to be more specific. Yeah, so 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 as a plan, they'll have a so, you know they'll have a certain amount that they can have, and that's their capacity. So you know, and then well, they, they wouldn't just loan you a few, the, even if they could. Well, it's not always that easy, really. You know, we're looking for long term penguins, definitely.
2: What about abroad? Could you borrow them from abroad for a bit? You know, like um, they do with pandas.
5: Same yeah, it's been the same problem over in Europe as well. So we've I've been uh, we've been looking over there as well, but at the minute there's just nothing.
2: Oh, that's so a so, shame, so, isn't? How, so how did who came up with the plastic penguins idea?
5: Um, well the thing is is that because everybody's been so excited about the penguins coming the, the enclosure has been made especially for penguins so it wasn't like we just chuck something else in there and um, so all we thought in the meantime so that we could have a bit of fun over the summer we put in some uh, a nice collection of fake penguins so that People can still see penguins. They can still learn about them with all the information boards about them. The kids have been having selfies with them. So actually, it's been a really... As I say, what sort of reaction have
2: you you got? got? I mean, mean,
1: this could be be the way forward because you know how people complain about zoos and keeping animals in in, in the wrong kind of environment. Mm -hmm. This could be revolutionary, Scott. I mean, I'm not joking. You could have, you know, entire zoos full of plastic animals.
5: Can well, to be fair, um, because of the size of our zoo, there's certain uh, the bigger animals that we can't have. So that is what we do. We can, you know, if we want to teach people about elephants, because we can't have elephants, we'll have a, a, a life-size model of an elephant. So the kids can still get up there. I see, I think, in, works, right. no, I, think
2: yeah.
1: I think that works. I think that could work quite well. I mean, as far as the old um, avian uh, malaria is concerned, is that, is, uh, can you not import the penguins because of the, the rules about that, or is it because there's just not very many of them?
5: there's just not many of them around right. at the moment so we're, we're on a waiting list and it will happen but at the moment we're just living the dream with the black yeah oh,
2: penguins. how long do you think you're gonna to have to wait
5: um a question i get asked a 100 times every day and i wish we knew i'm not original so how sorry long do they live?
2: <laughs> how
1: long do they <laughs> live penguins
5: um so it depends on what species but um you know they're, they're quite a long lived bird actually so uh, we're uh we're willing to wait when they arrive we are more than happy yeah. okay Aww.
2: could you not breed them well not the plastic ones mike no no no
0: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> enough, no.
1: well why do no, they keep appearing in, in bigger and bigger numbers but i mean you know the real ones don't don't listen to her she's just making fun of me again um is it i mean how if you were to breed them could you not like breed them in captivity if you like
5: yeah of course i mean like every animal looks that- that lives in zoos nowadays, they've all been bred in captivity, so that's exactly what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the breeding success to bring up the numbers of penguins yeah. in captivity okay. and then to become some more surplus so they you know—they wouldn't come out of the wild or
2: anything like that. That's not what You could do a bit so. of penguin napping like the gay ones did the other yes. day. Sort of like sneak down uh, to yeah. London, London Zoo in the middle of the night and sort of yeah. like, you know, just... <laughs> borrow a borrow couple, a couple yeah.
5: you, you said that live on radio not me right.
2: <laughs> what's, uh, what's the most um, over
5: the next few days it definitely wasn't me
1: what's, what's the most exotic animals you've got there uh, Scott up at the, uh, the exotic zoo in Telford
5: um, I'd say some of our visitor favourites are things like we've got two species of armadillo which is quite oh I like them you Yeah. see them in zoos yeah. uh, so people love coming to see there you know, we've got lemurs from Madagascar oh, I like
2: a lemur crofidyl, they're cute um, got
5: um, crocodiles yeah so we've got loads of really exciting things jennets cool. have you heard of jennets before jennets no what's
1: that
5: uh, they're kind of like a um a mongoose related tree cat animal okay. from uh, from africa okay yeah, like uh-huh. animals. Great. and
1: and, and are you are, are you open this weekend
5: friend. scott we are open seven
1: days. Away. I think
2: we should go up there. Have a look. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Go and pose with a plastic yeah. penguin. Totally
1: around. Yeah. Pose with the plastic <laughs> would be lovely. Yeah. Well, thank you for Scott. Thank you very much indeed.
2: Thank you, Scott. Good luck.
1: Appreciate it. You see, you didn't think we could talk to anybody about plastic penguins. Well, but in I've... fact, you know, that no, was Scott actually. Scott was quite...
2: lovely. Scott was very interesting. And it sounds like a nice place for think, kids.
1: I think also, it's. I mean, I'm not joking. It's a genuine kind of new idea to run a zoo. Without all of the the, the sort of hassle of the politically, why not? It's not going to
2: catch on, is it? It is. Just... Like, well, look, hold on, right? If you're going to go and look at a load of plastic things, yeah, okay. Go and stand in one of the gift shops that you always have to walk no, out no. every zoo through because they've got loads of toys. Well, they have, but these, things.
1: but these, like, for example, the elephant he was talking about, the elephant's actually life-size. So, you know, you see if you're a child... You didn't you've say never it seen, was
2: life-size, though, did he? Well, I don't
1: think it's going to be a small elephant, well, it is it? What be. would it might be. The point? It
2: might be scaled down for kids.
1: I don't think so. Right. That would be like it that... It might uh, be like
2: Shetland Islands.
1: It'd be like that thing yeah. in... Um, what was it? Spinal Tap, you know, when yes. they got this <laughs> tiny stonehenge made. <laughs> no, I think that, that if, if uh, you know, if you went to London Zoo... To see a giraffe, right? And you, the good thing about London Zoo is you can drive past the giraffe house and see them. Yeah, you haven't got to go in. I used to live very near there, and I used to be able to go. You, there was lots of things you would see for free, like you could see the goats yep. on the little hill for free. Yep. You could see the wolves for free, which were yep. around... You'd hear the wolves yeah. howling at night Yeah, as well. it's noisy, isn't it? Very no, 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 noisy. Night, yeah. But I mean, if you're a child and you haven't been to Africa or India to see real elephants, you could actually go to London Zoo, see a life-size model of a plastic elephant.
2: And that would be good enough. Mm, what difference it's does it gonna be a bit boring. I don't think so. I want my animals walking around eating really? stuff. Yeah,
1: but I mean, if you go to a zoo where they have got elephants, they're not really doing anything, are they?
2: No, the elephants no, but but maybe like big cats and things like that, and mm. they're always the sexiest thing. I mean, come on, the lions and the tigers. Are they brilliant.
1: are. They are. But again, you know, you've had to take them out of their natural environment and bring them to a zoo. Yeah. And so, why bother doing that if you could have a plastic one?
2: It's educational. You want to see them in the in, in their natural. Oh, how in, about in, this? Oh.
1: How about this one? An even better idea than Uh-oh. that. Hologram zoo.
2: Right. What's wrong with that? What have you got you're, in your coffee this morning, you Mike? Have,
1: you're going to have hologram uh, version of oh, ABBA. you can, yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm, uh-huh. talk, I'm talking about how to be kind to the animals, yeah. you see. And you're poo-pooing it because yeah. you don't care about the animals.
2: I like spiders.
1: You like spiders? Oh, I do like spiders? Well, that's I good know. because yeah. we really talk about spiders. Exactly. There's, yeah. a a There's a whole load of them in East London. There's a whole load of them in East London. But I think a hologram zoo would work.
2: No, I think it's it's not a bad idea, but yeah. I still want to go and see a tiger tearing something apart, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you see, I'm in two minds about it really. I mean, when my kids were younger, we certainly did go to a lot of zoos. Mm-hmm. There was a lovely um, uh, polar bear that was in a zoo in New York, mm-hmm. a Central Park Zoo in the middle of Manhattan. Um, but he died, unfortunately, and I don't know whether they've replaced him. Um, but he always looked really sad because, you know, it's very hot in New York in the summer. Yes, of and course. And he does have water to swim yeah. around in, but he'd come out and it would be like sort of 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, no, look, yeah. And, you know, that's not really right for a polar bear. If berry, they're kept
2: it? in the right environment, I think zoos are brilliant places. Yes. But I, I, I'm not. I'm going to be a bit disappointed, even as an adult, if it's just a plastic tiger.
1: Yeah, maybe. I just think it's a it's an option,
2: you yeah, know, for a lot of places. I in, mean, no, like, no. for
1: example, in Telford, where... They, you can't maybe. He said he can't have too many. Like he can't have real elephants, so he's got a plastic one. Yeah. He, can, he can't have real tigers. Yeah. So have a plastic one. Yeah,
2: no, it's, it's, And then
1: kids go there, and it's still you know.
2: It's 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 almost there. It is almost there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, have you seen the Me Too story of the day? By the way.
2: Oh, no, you didn't tell me you are going to talk about this one no. because you get me on this subject and I get very angry. Gemma Arterton nearly... is
1: the latest person to add her name to the Me Too kind of yes. hashtag, right? Is yes. what she's basically said. By the way, just to prove that I'm an equal opportunity employer, um I put me t- hashtag #me too on the um you did on the on the uh, on the picture that you put out of you putting a stiletto into the back of my head. But Gemma Arterton, right, who starred in a movie with uh, Daniel Craig, 007, right, yes. Quantum of Solace. She's seduced by him. She's now rewritten that particular um scene. And decided that, in fact, she doesn't sleep with James Bond because she says that, basically, he's 20 years older than her. uh, She's working with him. She's not interested in being seduced by him because everybody who ever gets seduced by him ends up dead. And she's actually gone to all the trouble of writing this and putting it out there as a short story, right? Despite the fact uh, that, in fact, she took the money for the movie. Yeah, uh, there was never yeah. any question yeah. that she would be paid well. And it and shot I her assume, to fame. And I assume she hasn't uh, given that money back.
2: No, this is hashtag me, 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 isn't it? It's, look at me. look <laughs> That's at me. very true. I'm Gemma over here. This shot me to fame. And here I am. And and let's face it, she got naked with Daniel Craig. I she mean, did. I mean, a lot on. of women would like to do come that. On, love. Wouldn't they? Yeah, uh, possibly, yeah. But, I mean, and now she's re it all so it's all politically correct. And I mean Let's, why do women but, bother? Yeah, it's like, how dare you compliment me on my dress, Mr. Bond? Yes. I'm here as a career woman, don't you know? Oh yeah, I've got to go and watch that, and yeah. Yeah,
1: great. I mean I can't I, I literally can't wait. You know, the next thing that's gonna <laughs> happen, right? I presume the next thing that's gonna happen is that James Bond, the next James Bond, it's not gonna be Idris Elba, it's gonna be a woman. People are actually talking about this. Well yeah. Can James Bond be a woman?
2: Well, now in theory, yeah. that can happen. Because why? James Bond was a code name. Well,
1: no, 007 was a code name. Yeah, but no,
2: no, James Bond was a code name as well. So, in theory. So, you're saying that's
1: not his real name?
2: No, possibly, because spies don't use their real name, evidently, unless they're Russian ones or numpties. Are you
1: saying he could be a male identifying as a female?
2: You can identify as a potato if you want these days, Mike. Or is he identifying
1: as a a secret agent?
2: Well, exactly. But you can. So, in theory, that is the logic behind a female bond. Now, I don't want a female bond.
1: I don't think I they should. I, have want, I
2: want my James Bond to be, you know, a macho.
1: Budgie, smuggling, wearing. <laughs> yeah,
2: possibly. Very small Muscular, man. Muscular, you know, you know, buying me a martini, shaken not stirred. Yeah. All the cliches you come up with. So yeah. I think, Gemma, you know. Yeah, get over get yourself. Get over yourself, love. Exactly. Uh,
1: here's one from Ganesh. He I've got Fortnum's Christmas hamper delivered to me by mistake. It had my address on it. Unfortunately, I made the mistake of reading the card inside before I opened one of the bottles of fine wine. It was for my neighbour.
2: Oh, God. Mm. What? So, but you could have just pretended it got lost and. You could have done. I, I would have. I would have just kept it, sorry. Mm. <laughs> ah, ah. I think
1: he did. I think that's, that was his oh, point. Okay. And he's now outed himself to his neighbour. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the phones 03444991000. Mike is in York. Hello, Mike.
4: Oh, afternoon, you too. Hi, afternoon. Mike. How um, are you doing? I'm doing all right. I was just listening to your chat at Wayne, I thought. There's some um, material to have a good laugh at. Yes, indeed. Um, I,
1: I I thought of you actually the other day. I took a train up to Edinburgh and went through York. Didn't yeah.
2: you? Well, yeah. Did you? That's interesting, isn't it? See... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's wrong with that? I, I, I like York. It's lovely. No. No, what I'm
1: saying is, is, I thought of Mike in York yeah, when I went through that's, York.
2: That's, that's nice. Yeah. So he's thinking of you, Mike? That's yeah, lovely. There you
1: go. Mm. Did Did you pass the uh, working uh, railway museum? Well, I've been to the railway museum before, but I don't. I didn't see it from the train. No.
4: Oh, you probably would have done if you didn't scab the train. That's working.
1: Ah, yeah, okay. Well, the train was working. That's all I cared about. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a miracle. The one I was on. Anyway, what do you want to tell us about uh, plastic uh, animals?
4: Plastic spiders. But then again, what about plastic everything? What I really wanted to talk to you about was Donald Trump.
2: Oh yeah. Oh God. Can I do? Yeah.
1: Well,
4: something
2: called the plastic, Be, ca- the be plastic, careful. plastic president. <laughs> be careful, Mike. What have you got to say? Come on.
4: Well, after uh, Mugabe got elected by the World Health Authority organisation. I think Trump would really be insulted by getting the Nobel Peace Prize because he's done something which is unusual. Perhaps we should give him a knighthood. Well, uh, he can't get a knighthood
1: though, can he? Because you have Cause to be a British citizen yeah, for the that. Yank. Mm. I mean, old Bob Geldof. Uh, I don't know. Technically. Yeah, uh, th- Bob Geldof? Yeah, but he's not technically allowed to call himself no. Sir Bob, but he no. does he, he does, does it. doesn't he? He does it because he's a bit uh, bit like that. <laughs>
4: I've just got to use him, yeah. But he's got Scottish ancestry as well.
1: Well, that's true. He's got a Scottish mother, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he could get can one. Can you bend
2: the rules then? I don't know.
1: Can you imagine the hoo ha? There'd be another balloon going up, he, what, there'd be he... another demo. <laughs>
2: You know, Yeah, Trump wouldn't make a fuss about it, would he? He wouldn't be tweeting all bloody night about that one. No. No.
4: Oh, I like him. I like him. He's, he's, he's brilliant.
1: Don't you think, like uh, me, Mike, that he should have got the Peter Prize rather than the two people that did get it?
4: Well, seriously, I've been insulted in the offer it, mate. I yeah. mean, Obama did nothing for it. No, exactly. So you get, you get something for for doing nothing, then, you know, he's, uh, he's quite good at what he does. Yeah. Um, and for the for the people that was... Campaigning against Kavanaugh, which uh, uh, I think, you know, kind of such abuse is appalling. They didn't seem to do any kind of campaigning when Weinstein was all sat in front of these uh, actresses. Oh, yeah. And his behaviour was just, well, obscene. But nobody seemed to bother about that.
1: No. Well, the it's, world well, is full of double standards, I'm afraid, Mike, as you know better than I do.
4: Well, oh, and body parts. Yes, what body parts. Mm. Body parts. In Malton, um, we've got the biggest pig uh, abattoir going. Where? Malton. And where's that? Moulton.
1: Moulton, where's that?
4: Uh, it's just kind of uh, right of, of Pickering.
1: Ah, oh, OK. I know mm-hmm. where uh, Pickering anyway.
4: is. Yeah, well, it's just to the right of that. Is it in a and, red box? Uh, big abattoir. <laughs> can... So I missed that bit. I said,
1: is it in a red box? <laughs>
4: Sometimes, I think, but... And the burners are going. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so put all the body. You could put all the body parts there.
2: Feed the pigs. That's a
1: good idea. That's no, it. you can't feed them. No, you but b- kill them and burn them or something, right?
4: Well, no, no You burn it. They got they got big. Um, we call it. But the other thing is, you see, that the, the hospitals have missed a trick here. Ah. Just think about it. Liver and onions.
2: Oh. I'm not going down that road, right. thank you, Mike. That's, no, enough. That's no, enough, Mike. You've, no. you've now
1: finally overstepped the mark, yes. mate. That's a shocker. 0344 499 1000. Paul says there's a dinosaur park in Norfolk. I'm pretty sure they're all plastic. <laughs>
2: actually, they That's used to, true. There used to be one in the Isle of Wight as well. We there's, one, uh, kids, there's one There's yeah. one down
1: in, I think, Dorset yeah. or, or, or Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've actually got velociraptors that uh, look, 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 run after you. Well, they don't run after you, but they kind of move their heads. Move their heads, yes. Yeah, so as if they're gonna, you walk past. They're animated, Have you ever been I mean
2: to one of those places? Places when you had a good lunch. They're uh, hilarious. No, we did all. They, no, they, they've got the, the sort of mechanical ones down the Isle of right? Watt and we did that once after down there with the group of mates. So oh, we, yeah. we went there after a few beers oh, at yeah. lunchtime. Oh dear. and it's hilarious. Is it really? You've got to go when you're drunk. Don't go this over.
1: Well, obviously with my children. So I mean, I generally don't stagger no, about ha- drunk. We
2: had kids with us as well. That no, was a see, problem. <laughs> it's a shocking state
1: of affairs. That. How about this uh, from Tony? This is a plastic rhino. Crazy street art in Potsdam in Germany. So, you see, well, again, you're on, good, isn't it? you're on the wrong side of the argument again.
2: I wasn't arguing. We were debating, Michael. No, you were saying
1: that plastic animals weren't a good idea.
2: No, well, I'd rather say the real thing. Would you? Not hanging, Not the street hanging out over Potsdam. No, that, that would hanging be a bit rhinoceros, more, okay.
1: that wouldn't be good. Especially if it fell off. Exactly. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. It's Friday. It's time for this. The 2018 Perrier Awards on Talk Radio.
2: Right, OK. Well, considering this is live radio, I'm staring at the producer now and we wanted to give an award to a certain person. Yes. They haven't done it, mate. They haven't given it to Trump they as haven't. well. come on. Well, get yourselves no. back
1: over to Oslo and hang out with those people in the Nobel uh, oh. Peace Prize scenario but who any case, don't give him one either. No,
2: exactly. Any case, folks, it's that time of the week where everyone goes, here's where we give Mike lots of awards. Yes, yeah. we do. Yes, That's sir. what we do. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Katie had a hard week up at the conference. She's she back now and she is uh, she's not doing a robot dance. Who writes this? Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, Cornelius, producer. Right. OK, let's get on with it. Our first award goes to. Can you guess, folks? Mike Graham. Thank you. He wins award for best imagination after throwing himself into a scenario put forward by the. This is not a sentence put forward by the caller, the very Reverend Kent in Newcastle.
4: Can you imagine if you were a parent? I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true.
2: He, he's Yeah, he's a bit nuts, isn't he? Um, sorry. I don't think sorry, you Ken, can say ooh, that. Absolutely no, no, Ken no. is not at yeah, all. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Our next award goes to a tweeter, Howard, who messaged in about Katie Perry. He wins a gong for making Mike speeches.
1: Got a great tweet here from Howard. He says, that woman talking just now needs to be prime minister. Uh, he then adds, I bet she's hot as well.
2: <laughs> I don't know
1: what to make of that. <laughs>
2: I heard that. I thought it was really good. Yes. Yeah. Kate okay, is hot.
1: Uh, well, she certainly she, is. Sort of she's very much the hot subject at in the moment. Sort
2: of Tory girl, sort yeah, of. Yeah, she's very mm. much the hot
1: subject up at Tory Party conference because mm. everybody wants to go to her party.
2: Yes, indeed. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard stuff about that. Yes. In any case
1: let's move swiftly on. Go on.
2: Congratulations, Mike. It's another one for you. Good. You win the award for clarification of the week.
1: Without wishing to sound uh, in any way ignorant, which of course I would never want to do. <laughs> well, I never do.
2: I am saying absolutely no, nothing. Never been, ho- no. never been known before. No, right. Caller Pat in London wins the next Perrier for compliment of the week.
1: I don't speak for other DJs. I have
4: no idea. You'd have to ask them. No, well, I, I can't because I I'm, I'm a, it's you. I'm talking. Okay. To, but you gave you gave me your answer, which is competent enough.
2: Competent <laughs> enough. Talk <laughs> yeah. about damned with yeah. faint be, praise. Be a first? Yeah, yeah. Uh, your turn again, Mike. Well, what a surprise! You and the pair for the best alternative word, best alternative to the word parent
1: this new study that's been done suggests I mean of course I mean owners of dogs and owners of children
2: (laughs) well we do own them I mean much
1: as they would like to think otherwise we do own them I own four children Mm. and I can tell you I can prove it by showing you the receipts
2: (laughs) yes exactly there is that Um, Beverly Cuddly Cuddy editor of Dogs Today magazine wins the next Perry award for most sympathetic noise of the week In my household, my husband packs a bag because he's he's travelling abroad a lot for work a lot and the dog sees
0: the suitcase comes out and goes into a decline because he knows what it means and he starts being really clingy around his... Oh. Did you
1: really call her cuddly, cuddly? cuddly yeah, cuddly, yeah. I had cuddly. trouble
2: reading. I don't, <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what they've. got She in might their,
1: well be cuddly.
2: I don't know what they've got in their coffee this I morning. I don't Probably know. the same as you, to be honest with you. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, caller Robert in Dulwich wins the intelligence award for significantly raising the bar with his philosophy. Mm.
4: Have you heard of that Overton Window? Is it called the Overton Window? Not sure. You know when it's when you shift the um the parameters or the paradigms through which we understand a particular problem <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, when I said I wasn't sure, actually, I meant no. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what This is any the first
1: time paradigm has ever been used on I this show. I just
2: we have to try and weave it seamlessly I think we in. should
1: do a big section on paradigms next week. I have absolutely no
2: idea what any of those words <laughs> meant whatsoever. I've lost the plot Do you mean I'm your now. paradigm
1: column never appeared in the Daily Star? No,
2: funny enough. Shocking. But I did manage to get Sestrugian once. Well done. Is. Yeah, OK. Right, OK. It's mean, this one next, but well, I've lost the plot now. Uh, the next period is for worst advice of the week. That goes to Mike's bank call centre worker.
1: So I then got another woman who was unrelated to the first woman. And I said, um, I'm sorry, I was talking to one of your colleagues. What was her name? I said, I don't know. You should not tell me her name. <laughs> well, she, I said, can you not get back to find out who it was? Are you not sitting in the same You're room?
2: You're talking to a massive call center And she somewhere, went, no, we
1: can't do that. Um, why don't you tell me? And I said, well, because I spent 10 minutes telling her. Now you mm. want me to tell you? Mm. And then she's like, would you please stop shouting, mm. Mr. Graham? I said, look. You've already wasted a, <laughs> a month of my life where I couldn't access my
2: own money. That's a really bad thing to say I'm to you. Now... Stop shouting. It's true. It is true. I've tried it. And I'm it suffering doesn't work.
1: from post traumatic stress disorder now, <laughs> just listening back to that.
2: So am I. Right. And uh, Mike wins the peria for out of context question of the week. Oh, Lord.
1: Uh, are we talking that kind of level of filth? <laughs> <laughs> what
2: were you I'm talking winning about? all of these this week. What I don't are you, know. What were you talking about? I
1: can't remember. I can never remember not, what we've been no, talking no. about. It was something to do with um, actual dirt, as opposed to right, what you're thinking of. Filth, yeah, pure
2: and utter money, filth. Money
1: It was dirty money. That was what it was.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And
1: apparently, money's filthy.
2: Yeah. No, I was here. I don't oh, right. remember that bit of it though. Well, why don't you remember I if might, you were I'm here? So I might have put, yeah, that's
1: next week's Perrier Awards. Dozed off. You know, memory. Of pre- no,
2: no, no. It's just <laughs> memory of the week
1: <laughs> from Dawn. What was I that think, about? I
2: think we might be winning quite a few today. Yes. To to it. Right. Right, oh, yes. and we got one
1: for reading out loud. Joint,
2: I'm failing miserably <laughs> today. I'm <so> honestly, <laughs> uh, the BBC are missing out on me. They really that. are. Right, okay, on the shut up. On the show <laughs> yesterday, Mike and Daisy were graced with the presence of Giles Brandreth, and he wins the Peri for making the most Giles Brandreth noise. What's
1: oh, yours? Do you have any Beyond Four letters? I like elucidate. Oh, oh, that's okay. one of my favourites. There you go. Yeah. Well, what would you say if someone said, "What's your favourite word"?
2: at this precise moment in time. I'm not going to (laughs) repeat it on air. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, for some reason, I thought of elucidate. I don't know why.
2: What's it mean?
1: Uh, It means to sort of explain in a way which is slightly more... I've just elucidated that to you, yeah. yeah. I'm going to test you on that in a minute see if you remember it.
2: No, I won't. Uh, Right, okay. And finally, thank God for that. Congratulations to caller Paddy from County Derry, Mm. who wins the accolade of the show's new Poet Laureate for his expertise in the field. Well,
4: I'll tell you what I do know. There's another country I won't Mention the name of the country, but it rhymes with China and rhymes with China.
1: Sold... <laughs> Let yes, me see. Yes, Can you think of another country so that rhymes of... with China? I can't yes, think of another country so... that rhymes with China.
4: Well, think about it. So... I can't
1: think of it. No, yeah. you have to tell me.
4: Well, oh, it's China. <laughs> <laughs> what? That
1: was one of the, the longest and worst jokes of all time. What? A country. I mean, that was if a you're... Joke. It was meant to that be. was, a joke, he, was right. me... he was trying uh-huh. to be funny. Right. That was his version of being funny. That
2: didn't work. No. No, that didn't work. Um, have I done it now? Is that, Is that it? it? Is that it? Have thank God for that. Oh, thank God for Somebody that.
1: Somebody get oh. me a shotgun <laughs> so we can bring
2: this uh, Perrier Awards <laughs> to a close. I said for the Perrier Awards, well, there'll be no next week. Oh, my God. The
1: 2018 Perrier Awards on Talk Radio.